0: This is Unfiltered, episode 94, for April 23rd, 2014.
1: The United States sending Vladimir Putin of Russia a new and unmistakable message. Back off, stand down. U.S. troops are being sent to Poland and other allies for training exercises, moving closer to the center of the dangerous tug-of-war that began in Ukraine. And ABC's chief global affairs correspondent, Martha Raddatz, now tells us what this means for Americans tonight. Martha... Diane, this is a big development tonight. The U.S. has been watching every move Putin has made since promises less than a week ago from the Russians that they would help calm the situation in Ukraine. But quite the opposite has happened, and now we're moving in those troops as a message.
2: Everybody. Welcome again to another edition of Unfiltered, Jupiter Broadcasting's weekly show about that news that you should not be watching. Our first ever broadcast from the live, beautiful JB1 Studios. My name is Chase, and joining me every week is my good friend, Mr. Chris Fisher. Hey, Chris. Hey
0: there, buddy. Hey, you man. know what? It's good to be back. Oh, it's it, good to be back. I feel like the only- Unfiltered show was kind of on hiatus, but not quite. It was like unofficial hiatus. No, it's just a uh, it was a... Uh, it was a uh,
2: a misdirection. Yeah, that's what the government, right? Oh, oh, oh,
0: wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. It's good to be back though, I and mean, we have a big show today. Uh, the situation in Ukraine is unraveling. It is unbelievable how far and how fast that has moved since we've done uh, our last show. As long as they get it wrapped up by Friday, right? Right. Well, actually, it's we're like in this weird spot where like a lot of stuff is happening, but on Wednesdays, like you don't know what direction it's going to yep, go, yeah. and by Friday. Now everything kind of breaks loose and it kind of it exactly. seems like it's gone a yeah, different direction. So it's, yeah. it's been pretty nuts. But um, before we get into all the Ukraine stuff, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the NSA. That is where we start here on the Unfiltered show. Because
2: we've been covering NSA since what, episode 54?
0: And I thought, so I got a clip for us. It is Snowden asking Putin if if Russia spies on their citizens like the U.S. spies on our citizens. Oh. Uh, and I, I will summarize Putin's answer because this was a live. Putin does like these like long um uh he do press cute? conferences.
2: Oh, that's right. Like, you know, he'll stay there until the last question is asked. Yeah, right?
0: and so one of the he and he, and he was just like straight up just like, "Oh, I'm just going to take calls from the people." So, you know, go ahead and just call right in, and uh, I, Putin, will answer your questions. Well, guess who calls in? Surprisingly, coincidence, I'm sure. Snow- Snowden. Snowden calls in. So I will, I'm going to play a little bit of this clip. You'll hear the, the, the end of the translation. We'll play Snowden's question, and then I'll summarize Putin's answer, because it was all done through a translator. All right. I'd like
3: to ask you a question about, about American, American secret Power
4: services, and Edward Snowden. And
3: the bulk collection of private records by intelligence and law enforcement services. Recently in the United States, two independent White House investigations, as well as a federal court, all concluded that these programs are ineffective in stopping terrorism. They also found that they unreasonably intrude into the private lives of ordinary citizens, individuals who have never been suspected of any wrongdoing or criminal activity, and that these kind of programs are not the least intrusive means available to such agencies uh, for these investigative purposes. Now, I've seen little public discussion of Russia's own involvement in the policies of mass surveillance. So I'd like to ask you, does Russia intercept, store, or analyze in any way the communications of millions of individuals? Oh, And do you believe that simply increasing the effectiveness of intelligence or law enforcement investigations can justify placing societies rather than subjects under surveillance? Thank you.
0: So uh, after some translating happens, Putin's reply. What do you think of this reply here, Chase? He says, our intelligence efforts are strictly regulated by law. We don't have a mass system of such interception. And according with our law, it cannot exist. But that would also be according with our law. So,
2: well, I mean, it's one of those plausible deniability situations, right? What's the definition of is is you think so you don't buy in it? Well, no, because I mean, for years the Russian authorities denied spying. You know, they you know how how did the whole KGB thing you know come come to wraps? You know, it's like yeah, I don't be, I don't believe it. Okay,
0: all right, all right, I'm that's sorry. fair enough.
2: That's fair enough. Uh, I think every major country that has the ability to spy is doing it, and they they have to keep up. <laughs> I just think they are.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's a little... yes. <laughs> Bing. Uh, so, uh, it's, Snowden got some crap for asking this question. Some people said that it was uh, it was sort of um, like like placed. I w- it, was in- I, yeah, it was intentional. I, w-
2: I would say that bothers me a little bit because it's like, okay, we get it. We know yeah. that we know. We get it. Do you think though? Honestly, that maybe he had to ask this question as part of a condition of his.
0: <laughs> well, that's what some people were speculating or that, you know, he's working with Putin's government to, you know, you know, put this out there. Right. Uh, Snowden said that uh, he asked this and he deliberately worded it modeled uh, on the query that Ron Wyden gave to uh, Clapper in March of last year. He said, uh, you know, the question was intended to mirror the now famous exchange between Senator Ron Wyden and DNI James Clapper and to invite an important concession or a clear invasion from Putin, Snowden writes. So he says, I think, I've always thought, you know, I've always wondered, like, I I appreciate the fact that he did ask the question. Um,
2: well, I, I'm i happy that he did, too. I just, it just feels a-forced. It feels very, very interesting that, you know, he had this huge monologue <sighs> yeah. then the question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, there's Snowden's a big message pushed, there. Yeah. yeah, obviously, Snowden's yeah. pushing an agenda.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he did risk his whole life to yeah. out that. So, I mean, I could understand that. But yeah, I agree. It does. It does feel very on message. I
2: mean, who who gives a uh, a, a long paragraph monologue, then the question? Most people don't usually ask questions in that way. It just doesn't. It doesn't happen that way.
0: Right. Right. And uh, I I find it too. I I. I think I would have liked a better answer from Putin, obviously, but uh, it to me seems like you said obvious that if they have the technology, they're probably going to take advantage of it and speaking of taking advantage of technology
4: yeah
0: uh lavar lavar Levinson uh he has been he was uh, fighting a contempt in court charge when he uh, shut down his his business called LavaBit, so that way he wouldn't have to hand over keys to the feds. Uh, However, uh, a federal court appeals on Wednesday today upheld the contempt of court ruling against LADAR and his now defunct encrypted email service LavaBit for hindering the government's investigation into the National Security Agency leaks surrounding Edward Snowden. If you don't remember, in the summer of 2013, LavaBit was ordered to provide real-time email monitoring of one particular user of the service believed to be Snowden, the uh, former NSA contractor who well now is now a whistleblower, but instead of adequately complying with the order to turn over the private SSL keys, and uh, he decided to instead protect his tens of thousands of users and shut the service down, uh, they hel- he's now being held in contempt of court.
2: And isn't that an indefinite period of time? You can be held in contempt for...
0: He said on his statement, I haven't read the court's opinion nor sought advice from lawyers on any possible legal strategy, so that is still pending. My focus as of late has been on building a technological solution in the form of the Dark Male Alliance, which would take the decision away from the will of a man. It's pretty interesting.
2: What a clusterf, man.
0: Yeah, so the <laughs> Snowden fallout continues, Mr. Chase. The Snowden fallout continues. Man. All That's right, rough. well, uh, before we get into the Ukraine situation, which is Cray. Uh... Oh. Yeah wrong there, Chris? No new supporters, not too surprising because the show's been a little uh, off-kilter for the last few weeks. Uh, but right. it's a little disappointing since costs are up at a major level right now. And we've been, if you're, if you're already an Unfilter supporter, uh, we're experimenting with more and more video. As we approach 400 Unfilter supporters, we want to roll in more video to this show. Uh, so here's how it works. If you're not familiar with this, Unfilter is a listener-supported show. You mean it's no sponsors? You, it's brought to you by listeners like, like you. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we right now have 378 supporters. That's how many we had last week. Yeah. So we didn't lose any, but we didn't win any. And uh, we would love to see that number get up to about 400 right now because that'll be the next threshold in which we sort of have more money and time to roll out new features, which most of which will be video, and including some additional new stuff for the supporters. Right. When you become an filter supporter, you get the supporter show. It's an entirely additional show. You also get the BitTorrent Sync. It's all the source files to our show. So like all the clips we play, artwork, assets, notes, the overtime folder which includes clips we never even get into the supporter show or the main show it's it's a great treasure trove and this week there's lots of video in there a lot of additional stuff that uh, uh, we didn't get a chance to play in the supporter show that is in those directories you get that you get that BitTorrent sync you also get the supporter sync which is the last five episodes automatically synced there's also an rss feed and a newsletter with links to everything it's really awesome and it helps us stay ad free it helps us stay focused on just Covering what the audience that supporters club wants us to cover
2: right and and that's the best part about being a supporter is you're actually directly contributing into the show and being a part of it. you know you don't that that's the greatest thing about doing a show like this as supporter driven You don't have to worry about a sponsor. You don't have to worry about a conflict of interest where you can't play a certain story because maybe that sponsor has some sort of weird relationship with another company. And you know what? what I don't have to worry about that.
0: You know, uh, you know, uh, setting up, um, setting up, and and keeping sponsor relationships is a lot of work. It is. Hours and hours it, and hours. It can literally be a full-time yeah. job on its own. Yeah, it, it probably should be. Yeah. Like I probably shouldn't be doing it on top of everything else I do. Yeah. But you. And ha- but you have to. This show already takes the most time out of all of our shows. Right and uh, takes the most equipment, takes the most time, takes the you know the most dedication. And so then adding, maintaining sponsor relationships on top of that takes my focus away from the news. And really this strategy means the core of the show is not how many clicks can we get, but how accurate and how frank can we be to our 378 supporters. And right. that's why we need your support. Please help this show keep going by becoming an unfiltered supporter. We want to do more with this show. and we, And also to be completely frank about it, those supporters tell us if the show is worth us still spending the time on. Yeah. When we don't see new supporters, we start to feel, okay, maybe something's wrong with the recipe. Maybe it's time to focus our energies on something else. Uh, but, however, those support numbers are a real way for you to say, you know what, I find your show valuable. Yeah. I want you to keep doing it, so I'm going to financially back you. Well, it's, it's $5 it, a month.
2: It, it's, it's an indicator. It, it's, a, it's a major right. it's indicator. It's a gauge for us. It, and it's one of those things where we don't look at the overall download numbers because those are insignificant what we look at is a supporter number and right. the reason why we look at that supporter number is that's when it becomes viable or not to continue doing a show and not only the show itself because honestly the show itself is the shortest amount of time that is actually spent on the <laughs> oh, show for sure you know yeah, big time it's the pre-production it's you know uh, researching the stories looking at the subreddits looking at all the different news outlets. Following those threads every single week, every single day, as those stories evolve. And, and not getting distracted, because you can easily, these these sites are set up in such a right. way that you can get distracted, you're <sighs> off on a tangent, and then all of a sudden you're learning about Kim Kardashian's big rear end. What? You, you're yeah. not, you, well, and, you get distracted. Well, what's great about keeping
0: gone. us going is as the show goes, like our back catalog of what we've covered and the events that we've sort of followed and traced, sort of each show builds upon each other, and you can help us keep that momentum going by just, we build out. An archive of things we've covered. Yep. And now we've got like reoccurring people that we talk about on the show. We've got trends and themes. We've got areas we cover, uh, and and there's just more we can do. So please go over to JupiterBroadcasting.com, find a recent episode of Unfiltered. This is ninety four. Click that support button and become a five dollar a month supporter, and you'll get all of the benefits plus keep us on the air. Too cool. Okay, Chase. I want to talk about Ukraine. It is seriously getting nuts over there. Uh, so a few things have happened since we've discussed it last. Why don't we uh, kind of recap? With unfortunately, there's been uh, some violence. Uh, A uh, parliament member was uh, tortured this week, as well as a few other individuals. The mainstream media is now reporting that Ukraine is on the cusp of a civil war. And, of course, if this civil war happens, then Russia is going to move in troops. If Russia moves in troops, the U.S. will respond.
5: Well, so being on the cusp there of civil war, what can the U.S. do, if anything? Are there any options?
6: Well, I think they are. I mean, after all, uh, uh, Russia, the West, Ukraine, and Europe met in Geneva last week, and they agreed on a few things. Now, they're not easily achieved, but there is this American adage where there's a will and there's a way. The question is how much will there really is. They agreed, for example, that these militias need to be disarmed. They agreed that the violence needs to stop. They agreed that there needs to be a new Ukrainian constitution that represents the will of the people. None of these are being implemented, and here's the danger. I mean, there are so many tripwires, as I mentioned, all these tails wagging the dog, that I fear, and I never thought I'd say this, that one could imagine the possibility of war between the West and Russia, not just Ukrainian civil war. But if there's a Ukrainian civil war, Russian troops are likely to cross into Ukraine from Russia. NATO troops, which are on the move as we talk, into Eastern Europe, may cross into Ukraine from the west, across the Polish border, and then the west and Russia, the United States and Russia, will be eyeball to eyeball in a way we have not been since I was young during the Cuban Missile Crisis in the 1960s. And who would have imagined such an outcome? But that's where we could be heading.
0: Yeah, change in hope. So uh, we are (laughs) really like if if, and and so, of course, now uh, some people are accusing the civil war is being is being provocated by Russian backers, people that the uh, uh, the Russian government is backing. And that's becoming much more of an issue for Putin now, now that a certain kind of violence has really escalated and one of the elite has been harmed.
4: We're following more breaking news. Fresh signs the situation in Ukraine may be unraveling. The country's acting president says two tortured bodies have been recovered in eastern Ukraine, one of them a member of of a local
3: parliament.
0: So a local parliament member is tortured, killed. There's video of it. Uh, he gets in a he gets in a confrontation, and then he he walks away from this confrontation. But then later ends up getting stuffed into a car from pro-Russian uh, militants, and as well as other people uh, get beat, abused from these folks. So the the pressure is going up. So the U.S. responds by putting boots on the ground and a one-two well, punch. We're
4: learning now that, in fact, the U.S. is going to be expanding its commitment, expanding these exercises in Europe. When I was speaking to officials over the weekend, they were talking about two companies, one company going to Poland, uh, another going to Latvia and the Baltics. Now it's going to be four companies, one each to Poland, Latvia, and the other two Baltic states, Lithuania and Estonia. A strong message to all those countries which are NATO allies. At the same time, we're hearing that it is likely so by uh, the end of the week, the U.S. will impose.
0: Input- we're moving troops into uh, these... these- into these NATO allies. We are deploying troops. And the other two Baltic states, Lithuania
4: and Estonia, a strong message to all those countries which are NATO allies. At the same time, we're hearing that it is likely before the end of the week the U.S. will impose new economic sanctions on Russia as well. So, in effect, a one-two punch, military exercises in Europe, uh, greater economic pressure on Russia to show Russia, to show Moscow that the U.S. will not accept Russian military action in and around Ukraine.
0: So we're relying on our NATO uh, buddies to uh, allow us to stage troops, to sort of show a sign of strength to Russia. Uh, And we've doubled down with not just uh, putting troops in these NATO allies, but with these new economic sanctions. So Russia responds with a lot of rhetoric uh, saying, you know what, we don't care about the West at all.
4: As a diplomatic agreement to end the crisis falls apart, the U.S. is threatening another round of economic sanctions on Russia. Still, Russia's prime minister, Dmitry Medvedev, vowed today that Russia can go it alone economically, becoming less reliant on the international banking system and selling more oil and gas to China.
0: So, uh, just like we had talked about a couple of weeks ago, there's a possibility as we crank down these economic sanctions, as we use our banking system as a weapon itself, we then deflate confidence in that banking system and now Russia China they strengthen their partnerships they both don't you know mind seeing the West decline a little bit Uh, and here's a little more information about the boots on the ground here's a good count
1: 600 American soldiers will immediately begin deploying to Poland, Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia to conduct boots-on-the-ground infantry exercises in support of those NATO allies, a strong message to Vladimir Putin. At the same time, the warship USS Taylor will move into the Black Sea to replace the
0: destroyer USS Donald Cook. So we got about 600 troops right now. It turns out to be about four companies. And while all this is sort of getting in place, uh, Biden goes over there and uh, he starts talking tough. But Ukrainian officials say as many as
1: 100 Russian special forces have already crossed into southeastern Ukraine.
0: Now, we talked a little bit about this in the supporters. Yeah, show. Yeah, we did. But they believe that there is uh, essentially some of Russia's best are going into the different uh, pro-Russia militant groups who claim to be just civilians and sort of helping them and guide them like we do down in Africa.
1: Organizing the hostile takeover of government buildings and paying cash to stir up pro-Russian supporters.
0: So the, so they're saying the uh, the Moscow-backed government will come and say, hey, if you uh, support us, we'll uh, put you on our payroll. You yeah, need a well, job? Yep. Become a protester. Here's a job yep. for you. Yep.
1: All of this prompting violence. Vice President Biden, who was in Ukraine, to warn Putin to get his troops
0: and supporters out of those buildings.
4: We need to see these kinds of concrete steps. We need to see them without delay.
0: Without delay. He's talking real tough. Uh, And here's a little bit more about Biden's trip to Ukraine.
4: As Vice President Biden met with Ukrainian leaders today in Kiev, masked gunmen still walk the streets in the east and occupy government buildings there. It's a situation the vice president demanded Russia stop. We call on Russia to stop supporting men hiding behind masks in unmarked uniforms, sowing unrest in eastern Ukraine. That's Russia our playbook. it's behind the unrest, but photos obtained by...
0: I think maybe Biden is just a... Little upset that uh, Russia is copying the well, yeah. playbook so well.
2: I mean, you know, it's they probably have Google .ru, and they, yeah. you know, they just said, "Hey, what is America doing? Right? Let's go ahead, and take up. a look at yeah. it, and uh, let's implement it."
4: Russia denies it's behind the unrest, but photos doing obtained it. by CNN appear to show Russian involvement. U.S. officials say Moscow is directing actions on the ground with intelligence agents and Russian special forces, and that there are forty to fifty thousand Russian troops deployed on Ukraine's eastern border.
0: Forty to fifty thousand. Wow. That that sounds bogus to me, and I'll tell you why, because it was ten thousand when we first heard the number. Now the margin of error is ten thousand. Forty to fifty thousand? I mean, maybe. That's pretty intense though, if that's the case. So what happens, Chase, when you have a situation like this? When you really have to sort of uh ramp up public opinion on going to fight? You know what you do? You send out your buddy, John McCain. Oh well, So wait. he does a press tour.
2: Wait, please, please, please tell me he says You know, for God's sakes,
0: we need to give him some guns. Just give him some guns. Just give him some guns. He decided that line probably wasn't one he wanted to be associated with. But there was another line of his recently that you might remember. Russia is a gas station
6: masquerading as a country. You
0: remember that one when we played that one recently? Oh, yes. So he went on the late night show and he botches his new favorite line. So then he has to amp it up. So that was him testing it out on CNN. Here he is on the late night show.
4: GOP Senator John McCain dismissed Russia as a declining economic and political power.
6: Listen, Russia is a gas station masquerading Uh, uh. as a country. All, they, all he's got is gas and oil, and that's really all that, that is sustaining them. Wait me so take that back. It's a gas station run by a mafia that
2: is masquerading. Oh, man. Man, he's got some good material. Oh, my God. You know, when he finally retires, Oh wait, he's already past retiring age, yeah. isn't
0: he? All those people in the audience have not been listening to Unfiltered because we already played that line. <laughs> and the, the first time he did it, he did it much better. That second time he did it, he botches it. Uh, so yeah, McCain's out, you know, ramping up support. He's
2: getting old because of this. You know, he's just losing on the script. So we're deploying. Well. We're
0: deploying troops to these areas around Ukraine. But you know what, Chase? I don't want you to worry. Okay. I don't want you to get upset because All the right. pre- the Pentagon press whore, uh, Reed, or I'm sorry, Rear Admiral John Kirby says that. Listen. We're just there to make all of our buddies feel better. We're not going to do
4: anything.
1: Since Russia's aggression in uh, in Ukraine, we have been constantly looking at
0: ways to reassure allies and partners.
4: The White House also announced a $50 million aid package oh. for Ukraine, which is struggling financially. Oh. Wait. Wow. We
0: have so—you know
2: what, Chris? You know you know what? We have so much money hey, in this country. You know what?
0: If I could just actually—maybe if they could— uh, Can you pull out a million? Do you have I, a million? Well, I just paid I my— could, I just got my tax I, bill, and yeah. I was wondering if maybe I could just write a letter there and say, could you put all of this towards Ukraine's aid? Please.
2: Could you give all of this? I mean, I just pay taxes, too. Yeah, yeah. I pay just, you know, we, yeah. we and uh, I didn't have that option on my 1040. Yeah,
0: I, so I would just like to, It wasn't there. I, if I could just say, I would like all of this money that you take right. from me, yeah. please don't do it in the Yemen drone strikes, don't do it on the Africa campaigns that you're not telling anybody no, about. No. Can we just focus on Ukraine? Yeah. So here we are. 2014, Democrat in the office, and we are on the precipice of potentially getting in an armed conflict and not even like a proxy fight, not even a proxy fight. An actual An actual U.S. soldiers versus Russian soldiers. On the ground. If the Russians move in, the U.S. soldiers will absolutely, well, the NATO soldiers will absolutely move in, without question. Yeah. So we would literally be having U.S. and NATO forces fighting Russia forces, and it just takes a couple of stupid drunken uh, gunfights, and it could be on.
2: Yeah, and then... Then it comes down to the ultimate question. Then what are we fighting for?
0: Well, we're fighting to keep Russia in its place. Yeah. That's what we're—I think I think the U.S.—I think the U.S.'s motivation here is to make sure that Russia never gets in the position where they can threaten the West again like they were. Like, uh, they—I think they've been trying to reel them in uh, using, you know, the the NATO circling approach, using economic sanctions. They've been trying to reel them in to keep them in their place, and— People have been talking about this for, for 20 years, that when Rus- after Russia would emerge from their sort of reboot from the, uh, from the crash of the Soviet Union, they were going to try to reassert themselves. People expected kinda this of like to happen. Term- kind of like the Terminator. Right. Trying to pull itself back together. He gets reassembled. They're powerful. They've got more money than ever. Now they've got powerful friends like China and yep. India. Backing them up. Yeah. And, you know... The the US rhetoric on this is strong, stronger than it's been in a long time. And uh Carrie's out there saying completely nonsensical things now and Barry's out there saying completely nonsensical things. Yeah. But they're being real firm about it. And what strikes me as, as a little bit different than what we've had in the past is we're actually moving troops. The the rhetoric is getting more and more tense. Uh and I think that they find this to be like I think the US sees this as their moment to sort of sort of tamp this thing down. I that's my guess. I don't know. Yeah, but they're
2: not gonna do it by the weekend. You know, this is gonna be a long term oh, yeah. battle. Oh yeah. And part of me also feels like they're trying to keep this out of the media as much as possible because whenever we hear about this in the mainstream stuff, we don't hear about these stories. We have to really dig a little bit because it just doesn't fit into the narrative right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, what you get what you get in the mainstream media is evil Putin, good guy US. That's what you get, yeah. if you get anything. Yeah. I mean, right? Was, you don't they don't there's no discussion about the fact that uh, Crimea voted themselves to succeed to Russia Yeah, and that there are large groups in Ukraine that also want to succeed and that the new government, quote unquote, new government, the one that the one that um but Biden says an insult that, that Russia isn't respecting, you know, the guys that just overthrew the government and moved in. Who did that? Well, we did that exactly. Yeah, yeah we yeah. we backed those guys. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. of course Russia is going to think those guys are illegitimate. Yeah, we we backed it, and then we botched it by leaking it, and we've been doing it for years. And so now we've got nation to this point.
2: rebuilding, government rebuilding,
0: and 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 it's funny because so many things we're calling Russia out on, like using local forces to destabilize, and it's like stuff we do. So there's so much. It's almost like when you're watching Kerry, it almost like you can see, almost taste the hypocrisy as it comes out his mouth. <laughs> It's that's my, my and, thing. you know,
2: the one thing that kind of bothers me in, in this whole thing is, you know, right now, unfortunately, the way it works is oil and gas and all these things are, are what make the world go round. It's what uh, you know, it, it's working for us. It works for Canada. It works for Russia. Yep. It works for many countries. They're just a gas station. Choice. Right. And for for <laughs> I just I just we 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 work with these. Country. Well, we work with these countries on one side, and we say, yeah, we, we, lo- we love the what you're guys, doing. You're yeah. such a good thing. And then on the other side, we yeah. criticize, yeah. but then... Secretly, we still give them the money. We still like, right. well, here you go. We're going to talk crap, right. But we're going to give you fifty million dollars, right?
0: Well, and like with this bailout money to Ukraine, you know what that's bailing out? That debt to Russia. So yeah. that
2: money goes to Russia. That's going to Russia by by proxy yes. of, of the Ukraine.
0: They're, Ukraine's going to deposit that check in their bank account, and they're going to write a check to Russia. Yeah, we might as well just wire Russia the money directly. Right, Save on we, the
2: banking. But fees. we but we can't do that directly because right. if we do that directly, it it looks it, it makes Russia look weak. It makes right. us look weak. It's so it's weird. N- it's but but that's the only way you do it. You have to go funnel it. You have to launder the money.
0: So uh, why don't we shift gears to another U.S. military topic. Uh, drone strikes in Yemen are back, and they're back in a big way as of this week. So uh, the Pentagon announced that they were scaling down, and they'd even stop drone strikes for a, wee- for a little while. Uh, but that period of time is over.
5: But first, we begin... With yeah. breaking news out of Yemen, where a government official tells CNN massive and unprecedented airstrikes targeting Al Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula have killed at least 30 militants. This comes just days after CNN aired this video showing Al Qaeda leaders boldly meeting out in the open. Now this is
2: oh
0: how dare they so bold? They're
2: in the open. They're in the open. You mean they didn't like register at a hotel and have a conference? Nope. And they're just doing they're... it right out there in the field. Wow.
0: Driving their Toyota trucks.
5: Expected dro- They
0: are. <laughs> were in the video. on
5: strikes took place in the general area where this video was shot. The Yemeni official says today's raid was a joint US Yemen operation. The...
0: So when they say joint US Yemen operation, uh this is an interesting thing that we play a little more in the supporter show. The US used Russian helicopters to fly in troops for some stage of the attack and then in other areas we used drones. So it's like this multi layered operative yeah. yeah it's pretty intense and the fact that we're in this day and age using russian helicopters along with drones so th- and then the us says well look we never put any boots on the ground we float we flew the boots to the ground but we yeah. never put any of our own boots no, on no, the ground no
2: no no i mean there there are no boots on the actual drones we themselves.
0: stole a russian helicopter flew the boots dropped them off and then sent in drones but we we weren't there we never we never nope. put any boots on the ground nope
5: Second attack in two days. He would not confirm if drones were used, but the U.S. is the only country known to carry out drone strikes in Yemen, and the Pentagon typically doesn't acknowledge them.
0: No, why would they? That's nice. Yeah. Uh, However, a little bit of positive news about drone strikes. Uh, The court has ordered the Department of Justice to make public its justifications for killing American citizens overseas with drones.
5: A federal appeals court has ordered the Justice Department to turn over a secret legal document. The memo was used to justify the government's targeted killing of people linked to terrorism, including Americans. This man you see here, Anwar al Alaki, is a U.S. citizen who was killed by CIA drones in Yemen three years ago. The U.S. says he was a senior recruiter for al-Qaeda. The ruling comes after the New York Times filed a Freedom of Information suit seeking justification for the attack.
0: So I'll be keeping my eyes out for that report when it comes out. I think it's interesting, too, the mainstream media is now referring to these drone strikes as CIA drone strikes. They didn't used to label them like that.
2: Yeah, like uh, by the by the agencies yeah. carrying them out. Yeah, I know, right. I, I, don't,
0: I don't know I don't know why that is, but I just I found it to be kind of interesting. Uh, all right, so we'll keep an eye out when we see that report. If we see the justification, I think this is going to be fascinating because if they lay this out there, what we will see is the Justice Department, in I'm sure, conjunction with the Obama administration, their rationale. Their justification, their framework yep. for sending off a drone outside the court system to kill an American citizen. That's what we could be seeing very soon. I don't know if we will, but I'm going to keep my eye out for it. Yep. Uh, all right. Time to shift gears once more. This is our last gear shift. We're now in high gear, Chase, if you fifth, get my drift. Fifth gear. High gear. We're in high gear now because it's time to talk a little bit about weed. Oh,
2: uh, <laughs> I, I see where you're going with it now. Are we, are we talking Colorado weed? Are we talking Washington State weed? Are we talking nationwide weed? What are we talking uh, here? I got all
0: three. Wow. Yeah, I do. Very nice. Uh, Actually, I lied. I have two Washington weed and one national weed. All right. But national includes Colorado. Yeah. Well uh, in Washington. So. so do you want me to start on the national level or do you want me to start on the local level? We'll start local. Okay. We'll start local. We'll work national. Then can we come back local? Why don't we start with some local propaganda? You know our local uh, news agent now, like, now that is, we, is this can, is this Fox? You'd think so, because it has been. They it's been Fox. Right. Lately. Our local Fox affiliate has been just laying it on thick. This week it's Cairo and wow. this is a teaser for their new explosive weed documentary they're gonna be rolling soon, which I'll keep my eye out for. Are, are
2: they trying to win
0: another local Emmy? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe uh, and and you better watch out because okay. according to this, your local Emmy for excellence in news reporting. Do you remember dabbing? Do you remember when we talked about dabbing?
2: Yeah, uh, I I don't know much about it, right. but I I remember what they talked about it was a very serious, right. high concentration, very serious Emperor. situation, potentially
0: explosive. Yeah, that was Fox laid that on. Now it's Cairo's turn.
2: Thursday
0: at five. 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 The house on fire! Cairo Seven Investigator. Oh wait, wait 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 stop stop. Hey, what the hell was that? The house is on fire. The house is on fire. What? Wait wait. Do you want me to play it again? That uh, was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll play wait, it again. All right. House
2: on fire. All right, all right, all right. Hold, hold on, hold That's on. That's awesome. Can, can you stall for like 20 seconds? Yeah, I can play it some Kyro
7: more. Cairo Seven investigates a dangerous do-it-yourself project blowing up in Seattle, putting its creators. Can you, can in you every- turn?
2: Can you can you turn on my audio? Yeah, yeah, I can. Just turn on my audio. You don't need. I don't need visuals. Okay, it's on. It's all on. right. So, uh, so play play that clip. going around them at risk.
0: You want me to play the house is on fire? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: In five.
0: Okay, here we go. What okay. do you got?
2: Hello and welcome to Oh, wait. To well, hold Game on. Sack. Damn it. No, 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 hold on. Uh, uh, are you calling it? I got an ad. Hold okay. on. All right, oh. there we go. Hold on. <laughs> wait.
5: You're
0: not cooking. Yeah, dude. What is that? Wait. Look. Pork chop sandwiches. Oh, shit. Get the fuck out of here. Sir. What are you doing? Go, Get the fuck out of here, you stupid it's idiot. P- fuck, we're all dead. Get the fuck out. Oh man, you should have warned me about the f bombs. Sorry, but you should have warned me. I would have. Uh, all right, it's GI Joe pork chop sandwiches. Sorry, guys, f bombs. There, there's there's a fire in the kitchen. There's I a did. fire. That was yeah. That's, sorry, it's pretty good. I'm sorry. You don't know about this. Oh, I know about it. Okay, I love it. pork chop sandwiches, buddy. I know what about. Are it. We're gonna do oh. the more you know to a
7: hazardous new level. A quarter of the building literally blew out. And why it's so easy to keep hidden.
0: I never. No,
7: that's
3: what they were doing. Oh. Kyro Seven
7: investigates Thursday at five.
4: That did not just happen.
0: So we got to... thats some but good. You week they, but you know what
2: they do though? They give you the preview of the story at five. Yeah. They give you a little more at six. Yep. And then you need to turn it out eleven yeah. for the final of the
0: story. All right. So one last bit of. Uh, I love this one. This is this is so clever. This is how you really speak to the kids here in Seattle.
3: A serious subject is getting the cartoon
7: treatment. Come up for Denise Whitaker shows us the famous friends behind a brand-new public service announcement about driving high in Seattle.
0: All right, Chase, who do you think the famous friends are? They're going to warn people about driving high in Seattle.
2: Famous I, friends?
0: I, I, I misspoke. These are not targeted at kids either. These are targeted at uh, adults. who. Oh, you, uh. Famous he... friends who they, they want to discourage while smoking while high.
2: Uh, I would go probably with Macklemore, right? I mean, you would think, you know, they're famous, they're local. What about uh, Cheech and Chong? V- are they local? I no, don't know. but I mean, if you're going to oh, do a just it any, any famous friends? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they're a little
0: old, though. But, it's true. It's yeah. true. But, you know, you're trying to reach Wayne's out. Wayne's World, those two dudes, That'd maybe. That'd be good. That'd uh, be good.
2: Maybe. Uh, what about the guys from uh, Half-Baked? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or yeah.
0: maybe even like some Adam Carolla. That yeah, would, yeah, I, that yeah. Would yeah, that would work. That would work
8: to help you catch that ice-cold Creighton.
2: Yeah. run yeah. scooby
8: Who doesn't remember Scooby-Doo?
2: Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious? Scooby-Doo,
8: Chase, it's Scooby-Doo. That lovable dog and a foursome of teenagers globe-trotting in the mystery machine now cruising into Washington.
3: Guys, I'm going to get so lifted now that weed's legal.
8: Be Super Safe Seattle now uses this parody to drive home its message of not driving high. Pizza, tacos.
0: Come on, let's go. Does that not just make you want to face palm? So they're driving up, and they're like, "Now that we're in Washington, we're gonna get so stoned." Who they got, paid for this? They got their pizza. What their was tacos. it, Seattle? What? what was it called again? Uh, did they say here? Let me play yeah, it. Through. Yeah, yeah. You look if you want to look up the- uh, I want to know. Yeah, look up Scooby Doo. Uh, no, no, but I, I w- say?
2: no, but I I, I, I want to know who paid for who, who. I don't yeah, think it says. We'll see. Did, yeah, it was hey, like Scoob, Seattle are you or something.
3: All right? You look kind of happy. 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 This is just what
0: it's like to be stoned.
8: The campaign's now building on this cartoon's urban legend instead of the typical scare tactics many traffic safety ads use.
3: Hey, guys. uh, You weren't by chance planning to drive high, were you? Yeah, that's a really bad idea. You know, you you could get killed or kill somebody. Seriously, it's a terrible idea.
8: This video is just the newest in the city's campaign against uh, unsafe behaviors.
5: Oh no, what happened to Spider-Man?
3: We found his phone. He was crossing the street looking at Snapchat when he got run over by a truck.
8: From not letting your phones distract you to choosing when not not to drive. This Batman parody had the caped crusader driving drunk.
0: Batman, you're a real
8: Impaired driving is a factor in almost half of all fatal collisions in the city, according to Be Super Safe, which... That would be drunk impaired driving. ...is now working to eliminate all serious and fatal crashes by 2030. Denise
0: Whitaker, Como4 News. They're going to... So they're they're plan to get rid of all serious crashes by 2014, that seems a little uh, impossible. So
2: here it is, you guys. Be Super Safe is a Seattle.gov program.
0: Yeah, that sounds right.
2: Your tax dollars at work, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Yep. I, I. Well, you know, if you're going to get the message out, you got to use something relatable to the dumb people. This is. <clears throat> does it upset you? Chase? This is bull. This is a waste of money. This is such a waste of money. Brian Williams has something you could spend your money on. What? Rapid Snoop Dogg. The
7: twentieth of April is Easter Sunday, of course, but for a lot of folks, it's also known by the date four twenty when people gather in large numbers to smoke weed it has grown in acceptance and popularity and now a famous actress has decided to write about being an enthusiast
0: who do you think the famous actress is, jay sorry to keep playing this game but it's too fun here i'll give you a little bed all right Jay. there's like no clues here all right i'll give you some clues all right uh, i was like famous actress go she's been in star trek okay she's been in star trek um she was in a. Uh, she wasn't in all of the Star Trek movies. Okay. But she was, in fact, I'll narrow it down even further. She was in Star Trek: The Next Generation. And she wasn't in all of the Star Trek: The Next Generation movies, but she was in one of them. Who do you think it is, Chase? Oh my God! Do you want a bigger hint? I could give. I I could just give it to you. No, just give me one more hint. Um, she's a good listener. She's great at listening, and her relationship with Captain Picard. Goes beyond friendship, goes beyond love, into something completely different. Oh God! Different.
7: <laughs> play it. Just play. Whoopi Goldberg has yes! already said it helps with physical ailments. Now she's advocating a specific. You should have said she's system. a bartender. Well, I, that would have totally given it away. <laughs> I was going to mention the hats too. We we'll get our report tonight from NBC's Harry Smith. If you watch The View, you know Whoopi Goldberg likes marijuana. You know,
8: I have smoked weed. I'm sorry. I have. S-
7: yeah. Oh my God.
8: I
5: know about the green underwear that you wrote your name on. I never get over that, I'll tell you that. <laughs> she
7: admitted to being high the night she accepted her Oscar for Ghost in 1991. This week, Goldberg debuted as a twice-monthly columnist for the Denver Post's cannabis section, where she extolled the virtues of using vape pens to relieve pain brought on by glaucoma. She writes, the vape pen has changed my life. No, I'm not exaggerating. In fact, her name is Sippy. Yes, she's a she. And with each sip comes relief from pressure, pain, stress, discomfort. Vape pens are essentially e-cigarettes for marijuana, and companies that manufacture them can't make them fast enough. We witnessed the process firsthand in January with open vape exec Todd Mitchum. What do you expect this year?
3: We went from selling a few thousand cartridges a day to selling 10,000 a day. When that happened, it was all of a sudden we couldn't measure it anymore.
7: The marijuana business in Colorado is booming. Vape pens and edibles that look and taste like ordinary candy are the fastest growing segments. State tax coffers are filling with millions of dollars of the new revenue from POTS legalization. But the scientific jury on marijuana is still not convinced that weed is harmless. A new study released this week warns young marijuana users that the areas of their brains that control emotion and motivation are especially vulnerable to even casual consumption. All of this as Denver prepares for the April 20th celebration, a day marijuana advocates have long used to promote the drug's legalization. Past crowds in Denver have been enormous. Now that marijuana is legal there, who knows what will happen?
2: Harry Smith, NBC News, New York.
0: Did you hear about any crazy uh, weed parties here in the Seattle area on 420?
2: Uh, the only thing I know about there's there's a, a annual 420 pinball tournament. Oh, really? And the winner gets a pinball machine.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Chase. And they and
2: they uh, they, uh, they do this in Ballard, and what they do is they take a, a plate glass from a playfield of uh, pinball and they just drop it down on the on the ground. They break it, uh, and they have fun and. They have paraphernalia everywhere, but no one's smoking. But now oh, probably, really nobody's smoking. Well, I think this year it was different. People yeah, were would, doing it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean
0: no no hardcore stuff. Yeah. No, it's just no. whatever. No, there you go. So we'll we'll land it on a high note, but um bum. Yeah. I can't <laughs> help myself. I can't uh, help myself. Stuff. If you're an unfiltered supporter, there's even more clips that we didn't get a chance to get to this week in the overtime folder. Go enjoy those. Also check out the pre show folder yep. and the notes and The subreddit's available to everybody.
2: That's right. All you got to do is head over to unfiltered.reddit.com. Go ahead and pass that along to your friends and take it all in, take a nice wow. deep pull right. of, of, the all the, subreddit. of all the great yeah. stories. I, I still
0: don't, we still haven't, so like 90% we, of the unfiltered setup is still packed up. Like yeah. this show has so much equipment and the red book is still in a box.
2: Yeah, so we don't know the prediction, no. but right now we're at 1,258 readers. And I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you
0: who supports us on the subreddit. Chase, if I was going to follow you throughout the week, where could I go? Maybe yeah. in 140 characters or something.
2: You so. can follow me on the brand new Twitter Profile. dot com slash look newness at that. Look at that brand nice brand brand new profile nice. there
0: I got a new profile too with a new Twitter pen yeah
2: I know but you haven't updated to the new look I did oh you did today oh because I'm I'm showing I'm still showing the old
0: look. oh I wonder if it takes a little while to roll now you
2: have to click go for it you, I did. Yeah, well, whatever. New, you
0: see my new avatar too? I that's did nice. y- yeah, yeah. That's yeah. nice. Now, at Chris L A S on Fish uh, on Twitter. You, Chris L A S. Now you've and also got miss. some shenanigans on your site where you're running videos for Minecraft. You're running all kinds of I things.
2: game so much, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. GeekGamer.tv so awesome and I do a lot of lot of gaming, a lot of fun stuff over there. And uh yeah. if you like gaming, check that out.
0: And uh, don't forget to check jupiterbroadcasting.com slash calendar yeah! because we do the show sometimes at different times, but usually six PM on Wednesdays. That's, that's specific. Right. That's but right. you can get it in your time at jupiterbroadcasting.com slash calendar. Calendar. One
2: thing I want to say before we get out of here is I cannot wait to meet a lot of you at Linux Fest yeah. Northwest this weekend. We'll be doing live coverage all weekend long, so make sure you tune in to JupiterBroadcasting.com cool. for That's the latest. JBLive.tv,
0: be- the stream's going all weekend. All weekend? Yeah. Crazy. All right, everyone. Well, thanks so much for tuning this week's episode of Unfilter. We'll see you right back here next week. week.